You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Hi, I'm Sophie Monk on Love Island Australia and it's on 9 and 9 now. It's so lovely to, to chat to you. I'm honestly, this is so exciting. Love Island is my favourite guilty pleasure. Oh, great. Well, that makes it easier. The amount of people I talk to and they haven't watched it, but that's the thing, right? Either you watch it and you're addicted to Love Island or you've never seen it. That's just how it is. So if you watch it, you will be hooked. Yeah. I watch all of the UK version and the Australian version. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about this new season of Love Island. So give us the elevator pitch for this season. Well, if you haven't watched it, this is the season to watch because there's a lot of drama. It's like, I, I don't, still don't know who's going to win. It just goes all over the place. It's the most dramatic one I've seen and hilarious, like laugh out loud. It's so good. It's, it's really entertaining. So if you like maths and stuff, you're going to love Levant. Like it's so good. I can't wait for people to see it. Um, yeah, and one, once you start watching it, you won't be able to stop. So if you need a show to be hooked on, which I'm always looking for, it's this one. That is extremely exciting. The villain era is something that I think is so needed. Yes. Why the shift into Love Island being in its villain era? I think, well, there's all different eras. So there's like love era and there's like, you know, it's so we're doing pretty much what Taylor Swift did. It's like we have different eras in it. So it's really, really cool just to, you know, villain era. Obviously, it's like, okay, we're going to throw some shit at you. Um, But it is true in real life. Like you do in your relationships, you know, um, you know, bump into people you don't want to and whatever. So we throw it at them really quick so they figure out whether they're meant to be together or not and don't waste time. So it's... um. Yeah, it's pretty – there's just not one boring moment. Mm. I'm so excited. Does that mean that yeah. they're more brutal? So they're just literally like – they're a bit more cutthroat, do you think, this year? Well, yeah. <laughs> I think it's like – but they're also very strong, confident people that speak their minds, a lot of them. And then you've got a few that are insecure just out of bad relationships and stuff like all of us yeah. and, um, you know, a bit hurt or – um, yeah, haven't really had love or whatever. It's um, yeah, it's just very relatable. Like I feel like you relate to one person in this always. Like yeah, yeah, it's a really lovely series. Yeah. Now that you're married, well, you've been married for quite a while now. Feels like you've been married yes. like <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I've been with him for five years, so that's crazy. Yeah. Because yes. I think one of the first times I met, well, you hadn't even met him when I first met you. So no, why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've yeah. been in this, you know, the stratosphere for so long. And this is amazing that you've now been married for five years. Oh my God. Oh, not yeah. married together yeah. for five years. Together for five years. Yeah, that's big for me. Yeah. But that's well, that's awesome. But it's so but yeah. do you think though, hosting this show, like if you look back at when it started at twenty eighteen and then now you're here now, do you look at yeah. it and just go, My life and my perspective on life has changed? Absolutely. Because I was lonely single because I think because of my job, I travel a lot and whatever, and everything's kind of on your own. And it's nice to share experiences with someone. 
you know, and I'm definitely, I'm codependent with him, but that's how I like it. People say it's unhealthy to be codependent, but I'm like, I love it. Like, I like that kind of, you know, relationship. I love love. So, um, yeah, for me, it's just, it's everything I was missing, you know, and, and it's a big part of what, yeah, makes me who I am. I, I need that. So, and he's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. That's so lame. I met Josh later. I think I was 38 when I met him. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's plenty of time. There's no rush anyway. I think, you know, when you're going to make – you don't want to rush into the wrong relationship because that can destroy you. It's better just to wait for the perfect person, you know, and I waited forever. (laughs) It feels like forever, let me tell you. It does feel like forever. But, you know, this is interesting that you we're talking about the age thing because think about it. Like you met Josh at 38. These kids, I mean – Let's face it, the Love Island kids are kids, like really, realistically. They well, are not, compared to me, yes. Compared, well, no, <laughs> but compared to me even, like, you know, compared to a lot yeah. of people, they're in their early 20s. So what do you think about people kind of going, are they really on the show looking for somebody? Are they really on the show to up their Instagram followers? Like what do you think kind of the dynamic of someone young going on the show is? Well, we cast it very carefully looking out for those people, you know, but at the same time, even if you do go in for whatever reason, you cannot help but be tied into being invested because you get rejected, right, which then makes you want that guy more or the girl more or whatever. It's just such a primal show. You will, you know, your heart is invested in it because that's all they can focus on in there. And they're all very passionate about it. So it doesn't matter how cool you think you're going in, there'll be like a bomb come in and it changes your world and you're out of control and you're like, you know, and all those. That's why I find like it's very relatable to everyone. Like you'll go, oh, my gosh, that was like me in that relationship or whatever. So, yeah, I think um, and a lot of people want to settle down younger, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would have liked to have, but I just didn't meet Josh till later. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. the converted over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never thought I would be this age and completely single. Like, never ever thought that. Like, always thought, you know, it's so nice to talk to someone like you because who, yeah, someone who, when, when you're older, it's like, yeah, but also you're much right. more accomplished, right? So, but it is, it is interesting with, with the, the younger kids on Love Island. I always think, God, like, don't you want to live? Like, don't you want to experience more before saying that yeah. you settle? But they're not getting married, you know. So I think it's just that's I true. love one of them too. But it's um yeah, it's <laughs> we like you do know, that. we've got the some proposal. beautiful couples. Oh yeah. <laughs> but they um you know, I think yeah, it's just like it doesn't matter anymore. And I think for us, society's always told us you've got to get married and have kids young. And that's not true. I mean, babies, you know, you gotta look out for the clock, but otherwise it's like just do whatever you want that makes your life happy. You know, whatever you want. I don't think there's any rules. Oh, I love that. So in terms of the cars, you said there's some beautiful couples, which I kind of caught when you said that. But are there any polarising characters? We don't have to give anyone away, but, like, are there any polarising characters that we should kind of watch out for? Yes, in a good and bad way. Like, you love them, but you go, whoa, they're pushing it, you know, like, but they're very entertaining. So I think this season's got a lot of that where you love to hate. It's a- oh, that's my favourite thing to do, love to hate. Ooh, Me too. I know. Yeah. It's like Harrison last season. I, yeah, Harrison last season. I was like, he's the best. 
like in the worst way, but in the best to watch. I was like, you know, it was awesome TV. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's awesome TV. And speaking of awesome TV, so we've obviously got Bronte's sister, Kira, coming on. Um, or did did go into the villa. I read that you love maps. I don't even know why that surprised me. <laughs> really? I'm obsessed. It took me a long time to get onto it, a bit like people with Love Island. I was like, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to watch it. And then I was so heavily invested in their relationships, like yelling at the television, going to my, like my husband and I having arguments over the behaviour and, you know, he'd take the other side and I'd take this. And I was like, yeah, right. Like you get so passionate about these people and their lives. It's crazy. But that's exactly why I think like shows like this, I think they're conversation starters. Like, and that's yes. that I find, you know, on the flip side, like, yes, the drama is delectable and delicious yes. and you just want to yes. throw it all in. But also yeah. I think they're good conversation starters. Are there any conversation starters this year, do you think, for Love Island? A lot, a lot. And a lot more than past seasons of, of Australian's version. I think, um, yeah, definitely. Where, yeah, and that's what I love the most when you sit on the couch and you discuss it, like when mm. you're really invested or you talk to your friends and go, shit, this happened and, like, you know, how would you react or I've had that happen to me and that was awful or whatever. So, yeah, there's a lot more of that. Oh, I love that because that's so yeah, important. Actually, there yeah. was one thing that was the addition last year which I thought was so brilliant were the buttons with the hearts on them on the bed. The consent oh, yeah, hearts. the consent, consent love hearts. So one side goes on and then the other one has to consent. But the best is when one goes on, the other one's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, not tonight. Not tonight, babes. Not tonight. Yeah. But that's so yeah. interesting. That's a great, like, for this kind of culture that we kind of grow up in, you know, when we're, we're, we're not growing up in, sorry, that the generation below us are growing up in, it is yeah. a really, really hard kind of um, sexually, it's very hard to navigate. So I think it's really cool that you've got a really obvious way to, to for consent, basically. Yeah, that's and right. Because usually it's the cameraman going in, isn't it? Like going, um, excuse me, do you Oh, consent? in other shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they do on other shows. They have to ask for consent. <laughs> I think that's a more recent thing. But the cast get looked after very well. Like I did reality way back in the day and we didn't get really looked after at all um whereas you know this therapist says they've got everything you know they need we want to make them feel awesome about themselves you know oh that's really interesting because i mean i guess that the way that the shows have evolved into such beasts but if you think about reality tv since then it has really yes. really evolved and expanded into like the pop culture phenomenon that it is yeah so well, it would when i sense. did um pop stars back in the day it was like reality stars are like you know it was almost looked down on in the industry like they came off reality show even that was a competition um and now i feel like everyone comes off a reality show <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's like accepted too and and a lot of us prefer it to actual scripted so i, I guess you just love watching real people it's funny, like, in this industry, like, so many people always ask me, like, who's the most famous person that you meet? And I usually, it's it's usually I say, well, in Australia, the reality stars are the biggest celebrities in the country. They are, yeah, at that time. At that I think time. they don't realise that it runs out. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> I've seen a few of them around acting and I'm like, oh, shit, you got to remember that as soon as the next season's out, it's, you know. Um, oh, yeah, that's but, my favourite when they're, yeah. like, clinging on. <laughs> 
<laughs> but Love Island's a bit different because they're totally. pretty good at socials and they really get a following that love them. So absolutely, yeah. and it's and and that's the generation thing again. That's them being young and savvy and technologically savvy. That's right. And what's the kind of the guidance or the guidelines they have coming off the show with social? Do you know? Um, yes. So they're not allowed on it. I don't think. Actually, I'm not sure. I know maths. They're not. Um, but whether they get their socials back when – no, they can't, surely. I think yeah. they post for them. They post for them until it's over, yeah. Oh, okay. It's so good, isn't it? it I think it just puts yeah. like, their mental health, to be honest. Cause yeah, and, and they turn wild. comments off. Like, they do because, you know, there's just people out there that everyone's got different opinions. Someone might be a bit grumpy that day and write something mean and, you know, or it might trigger something in them where they're like, oh, my God, that happened to me, I'm going to – yeah, unfortunately. But, see, I have the power now being older and going through media and everything not to read it. I don't check any DMs unless I follow the person, so it's like a text. Just don't. And I don't read any comments online and articles. It's It takes a lot, but it makes me so much happier because if I read one bad comment, it can ruin me for ages, even though there's heaps of beautiful ones. It's just human nature, so I just decide not to read anything. And live in my own bubble of, you know, denial. Yeah, but how lovely is that? It's way better. I wish I could tell them not to, you know, but I think when you're new to it, you want to naturally see what people are saying, but oh. I just turn my comments off and enjoy it. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. Do you, have you given, are you allowed to give them any advice having done all of these seasons now hosting? Well, not outside, I haven't, but in it, I always go, you know, if they're emotional or upset, I always go, just trust me, you're going to love it after, you know, like enjoy it, don't worry about right now, it's been a great journey and like try and tell them that it's going to be amazing in the long run, you know, so um, as much as I can, but I'm very, and I'm a person, if I see someone cry, my eyes start crying and I'm like, don't be an idiot, don't do it, like I, I get emotional for them, I get so invested and and I do care about all of them, even if they're a little, you know, shithead sometimes or whatever. That's just people, right? And they're not, none of them are bad people. They've put themselves out there being very vulnerable. Mm. So I've got a lot of empathy for every single one of them. Like, yeah. And that's why you do it. That's why you're so, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's why I love it. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's almost like big sister energy, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Big yeah. cool sister energy. Yeah. Cool big yeah. sister energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah baby. A bit more like an auntie, probably. <laughs> uh, well, uh, maybe, like generationally, yeah, maybe. Yes, yeah. It kind of scares me that, like, because when, when you did Pop Stars, you were what, 18? Yeah. 19? Yeah. 18 and 19, yeah. That so super crazy. young. But also, we didn't have reality shows then, so I didn't know what to expect at all. I thought it was like one little documentary on one episode. So there was nothing to compare it to, whereas now they kind of, if you go into a show, you kind of know what you're getting into. Oh, 100%. Yeah. In fact, yeah. so many people have asked me, like, would you go on a reality show, Anita? Would you go on a reality yeah. show? Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think because I know, do you know what I would do if if I did? It would be like Bachelorette or something, but as the Bachelorette, like not, or, you know. Yeah. I couldn't do something where I was like vying for attention or yes. anything like or that. Or get like, rejected. Yeah, or, yeah couldn't do yeah. it. Like I need to be no. main character energy. Like I'm too yes, old. Okay, got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too old. You've got to create your own show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> old for uh, anything less, to be honest. But no, but no. also because, and you and I know what happens, I guess, 
after the show. And then it's really yeah. can be completely out of the control of, of the network sometimes. So it's, you know, yeah. um, and then the g- kids get on TikTok. I sounded so old. But yeah. The kids get on TikTok, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, and then the f- excuse me, the fans follow them onto there. So it's like it's a really, it's a, quite a beast, this show, and like yes. what reality TV is now. And I think like like a show like Maths or Love Island, everyone goes on going, I'm going to be the nice one, but you just can't. You're going to crack and be yourself. That It doesn't matter. We will see the real you. And so I think a lot of people go on going, oh, I'm going to be the cool one or the funny one or whatever. And it's just like because, because emotions are involved, you just can't help but be yourself eventually. And I do love that because they are, I think you said this before, you were like they can't help but be invested because they're in this mess. Yes. That's right. Yeah. And and just naturally it's human nature to go, she's going to steal my man. I want him, you know, and like it's just all that. It's very relatable to how, you know, just growing up and, yeah. So that's why I think every age group can watch this as well. Like it doesn't matter, yeah, what age group. We all, we all want love and we all feel insecure at times and stuff, you know. It's almost like a horror show, to be honest. <laughs> a horror show? <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's that's why I like it. And, and everyone walks off the show loving it. So that's Yeah, it. of course. Yeah. Of course yeah. they do. It's like life-changing. It's a life-changing experience. That's right. And so we were we're back in Spain, which is amazing. Yeah. We were back in Spain last year as well. Um yeah. but we're back again. Is there anything in the villa that's changed this year? Well, the cast for sure. They had just brought a whole different dynamic. Um yeah, it's, it just looks another level up. Like, we've actually got the same villa as last year. It's just even better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like no new um, rooms or any secret rooms or any? Not really. Uh. Like, nah, not really. But it's just, it's just, yeah, it just looks bigger and better. Love. Yeah. Casa Amor? I don't think it's, I know because I got a lot of co- comments about that, but you don't need it. Like, for okay. me, it doesn't need it. Like, you don't miss it. So, yeah, you just don't. I promise. There's so much bloody drama. If you did that, that's almost me. Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy this year. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. I do yeah, love trust me. More, but I, I know everyone does. You yeah. tell them to trust you, telling me to trust you. I trust you. I trust yeah. you. I'm oh, thank so you. Bummed. <laughs> I'm so pumped. Um, Great. Series, like how do you think, you know, starting in 2018, it was a bit of like we've already spoken about this a bit, but how do you think the show has evolved, like in terms of like back in the background? For Love Island Australia, I think it's grown a lot. And I think where the edits a lot more honest as well. Not that it wasn't honest before, but it was very, you know, kind of clean and everyone came out looking amazing. I think it's really important to put some of these bits in because that's mm-hmm. what happens in real life, right? And so I think it's got more of that. And also I just think it's found its feet. Like I think it's just really, you know, season five is just killing it. are going to kill it. When did we start pre-recording? So we started pre-recording. Oh, that, yeah, it was around uh, It was COVID. around COVID, yeah. right? Yeah, and then it worked. Yeah, I prefer it. Because live, they're editing like all night and then the storyline might even change Whether you're like, oh, that person's gone now and you're invested in them. So it, for me, it works much better with the edit and the storylines and whatever because someone might go, I want to go home, like, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's better. And then the public still vote at the end. So it's up to Australia who wins. Yeah. 
In fact, we've got quite we've got two couples still together from last year. We've got Phoebe and they're Beach. so in love. Yes, yeah. and Claudia and Austin. And Claudia and Pot Austin. Oh, they're the best. Like I know. They're incredible, Claudia and Austin. Uh, apparently I spoke to them the other day. They're like, oh my gosh, everyone just wants us to have a baby. Because, you know, it's going to look so good. And I was like, oh, yes, please have a first level one, baby. <laughs> Shouldn't talk about babies, though. But, um, yeah, uh, they're just – and they're really tight. They're really lovely couples, so see. Yeah. I mean, they looked – the minute they kind of – I can't remember. Did they have a thing in the um, – no, I know Phoebe and Mitch did because there was a whole thing on the back. an argument. The, oh, oh, yes. God, yes, that was full on. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. cringy. Oh, I know. Oh, poor her though. And then that's where you see the emotions. It's like mm. she was devastated for people that yeah. don't know. She was, you know, is caught in with his kind of pants down. I think it was like a little truth or dare or something. Truth or dare. And she nearly was sick, like nearly passed out. I've just, so it shows it's real emotion, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And they're still together. Yeah. Well, this is, this is kind of amazing to me. They're such a unique couple in the fact that they went through something so public and yes. so, you know, to them the world came crashing down. Yet, yeah. Because in, in most relationships in this day and age, people are just like too hard basket and they get rid of it. But these guys have actually yeah. stood the test of time and have actually worked on their relationship and I think that is so important. And that's why I like this show because we do throw things at them and either you're going to break up or you work on it together. And the ones that do, they tend to win those kind of, you know, couples or do really well. It's like that is life, you know, and you've got to work through it or find out it's not right for you, you know. So that's why I'm all about this show. If you could describe this season in three words, what would it be? Oh, that's hard. Um, unpredictable. Um hilarious and emotional yeah perfect and i actually have one more question for you Mm. if you could have given that 18 or 19 year old any advice going into pop stars what advice would you give yourself to have more confidence but you can't you kind of got to learn that um and to say no and speak up. And I was I was a real little girl, like an immature 18, 19-year-old and kind of a people pleaser, which I'm still that, but um, I, th- I wish I looked after me more than other people. I kind of just, you know, didn't look after myself very well and, and put everyone first, trying to make everyone happy. And I think you realise you just can't make every single person happy and not everyone's going to like you. And, you know, that's just life. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, That's but I, I'm nice. not sure young me would listen to that. She'd still do what she <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. young you must have done something right. Well, not must have. Your young, young you did something right. You know, look at oh, you. Oh, yeah. Now. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I mean, yeah. you're a national treasure, Sophie Monk. Oh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I don't know who started that rumour, but I'm written down. Uh, but, yeah, I'm still that person. I'm still learning. It's crazy. You think you hit like 40 and you like got it together and you're like, no, I still am learning about life, a lot of things, yeah. That's, it's so wonderful that you can kind of like, I think it's, that's the best part of life is knowing that you can, you're just continuously learning and continuously yeah. allowing to yourself to learn. Yeah, you don't want to be stubborn, do you, and think you know it all. That doesn't do any favours. And even no. in the industry, I've been doing it for like 23 years now, I'm still learning things. 
and it, it's evolving and changing, so you've kind of got to move and, yeah, just it's fun learning. Yeah. Is that scary for you seeing the industry change as fast as it, as it is or is that something that kind of excites you? No, I've got ADD, so I'm all for it. I'm like, cool, this is what we're doing now and social media and this is, and you can create your own content, which is great. Like, you know, when you're in our industry, you can be out of work and there's nothing to do. Now you can create your own things if you want, you mm. know. So I'm very lucky that I've got a job, but if you didn't, you can kind of, you know, create your own YouTube channel if you want or whatever. So I think it's broadening, not just like, you know, people that make it into the industry, it's bringing anyone that's got a talent in as well, which I think is more fair. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm so excited for this season. I cannot wait. Lovely. I can't wait for you to watch it. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's just just that one show that I just get absolutely hooked Hooked on. I can't. Totally. I can't. And actually, like, yeah, it's just it's just going to be crazy. So I'm really excited. Thanks so much for chatting yeah. to me. Oh, thank you for having me. So uh, you look adorable. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the Entertainment underscore Hotline Pod, or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the Entertainment underscore Hotline Pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast.